0: Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Today, we're gonna be talking about the best nutrition and training regimen uh, for modern life. So with modern life, we have many things that have been different uh in years past. And we need to figure out how to be able to be healthy um with those changes. So make sure you tune into this episode to figure out what diet and nutrition protocol is going to be best for modern life and where you're at uh today. If you have a question that you would like to send into this show to get answered, uh this isn't a an answer driven or an answer driven episode. This is just a topic driven episode, but most of our episodes uh come from you guys or at least the the conversation comes from you guys because you send in questions. So if you have a question that you would like to have answered, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman fit. And every single Sunday I'll post a question box on there. And that is where you can submit as many health, fitness and nutrition questions as you would like. I'll take some time to answer them both uh, there on the story as well as uh, here on the show. So we'll have a whole episode to answer uh, your question here on the show. And then if you want more free content, uh, two guides we have on the website right now, uh, an ebook on building a faster metabolism. I mean, after that, after this episode, uh, you're definitely going to want that ebook. Uh, all of that is for free at pullmanfitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. All right, let's talk about uh, what diet and training program training regimen is going to be best uh, for your results in modern life. Before we get going, we need to identify what is it about modern life that would change the way that we eat and change the way that we train if we're trying to lose body fat, build muscle, get leaner, whatever it might be. So we need to, we need to identify those things first. That way we can begin to create a solution. So the two things that come into mind, that come into play here with uh, modern life, one is around movement and one is around nutrition. Nutritionally, something that is different about modern life that has not been uh, the same in many years past is the readily available food that is around us 24 seven. Uh, we have, I mean, we've had non-perishable foods for a very long time. We've had refrigerators for quite some time. Uh, and you know, one thing that's even newer is we have DoorDash, we have Uber Eats, we have Grubhub. We can get basically any food that we want, uh, Within the click click of a button, uh, within a few steps to the refrigerator, a, a few steps to the pantry, we can basically get whatever we want whenever we want it. Okay, this is something that has not been the same in the course of human history. This is relatively recent in the grand scheme of things. Okay, so that's one thing to take into consideration, is the fact that we have everything available to us. Uh, another thing nutritionally, I'll add to that is that we have not only do we have everything available to us, but we have more. Um, engineered and hyper palatable foods than ever before. So we have foods that are basically put together and made to make our taste buds go nuts. Okay. Uh, So these foods are engineered and designed to be very palatable, to make you want more, to eat more. And they're also very uh, calorie dense. Okay. So that is another thing to take into consideration nutritionally. So we have uh, an ample amount of food readily available whenever we want. And a lot of the food that is readily available, uh, is very calorie dense. Uh, it's not nutrient dense. Um, and it's usually, uh, engineered to make us want to eat a lot of it. Okay. So those are two things that come into play, uh, nutritionally when it comes to our training, uh, that is heavily based on, or the change that we would make to compensate for modern life is heavily based on the fact that we don't move in modern life. You know, even not too long ago, we had more blue collar jobs. We had more construction workers, tradesmen, people that were moving on a daily basis. And now we just don't have as much of that. Uh, We have individuals who are sitting on uh, are sitting in front of computer screens for at least eight hours a day. We have people who are um, writing multiple hours a day. We're on our phones. Even if you're not working, you're usually on your phone. I mean, check your screen time right now pause this episode and check your screen time, uh, and see how many hours you spend on your phone per day. Uh, it's probably quite a bit. Okay. Um, between our phones, the jobs that we work, the computers, uh, all of that stuff causes us to be, uh, more sedentary. Even the food does, we don't have to go out and get it. So we don't need to work. We don't need to move. All right. So we have, um, we have to go out of our way to burn calories. Uh, and that has not been common in the course of human history. That's relatively recent. All right, so the two factors that we're trying to take into consideration uh, are the nutrition. Uh, is the One is the nutrition factor, and the other one is the movement. So we have foods that are readily available. They're very high calorie, and we can get them whenever we want, and then we're moving very little, all right? So this is a recipe for uh, weight gain disaster, all right? Uh, as we know, calories in versus calories out is how we determine uh, weight loss and weight gain. If your body is burning more calories than it is taking in, you're going to lose weight, if your body is uh, taking in more calories than it's burning, your body is going to gain weight. Okay, law of thermodynamics, Uh, calories in versus calories out. When we take that and we apply it to what I just described about modern life, we have um, a dilemma. Because we have way more calories, we have, well, I should say the opportunity and potential for way more calories to be coming in than there are coming out. All right, so Now, the question is, what do we do to combat this? All right, so let's talk about uh, nutrition first. So we have all of these foods that are readily available, okay, Uh, and they're very calorie-dense. So you might be sitting there thinking, well, we're freaking screwed then. Food's easy, um, and I don't want to make food, and so it's easy. Therefore, I'm just going to have to eat calorie-dense, hyperpalatable foods. Um, No, you don't have to, okay? Yes, hyperpalatable foods that are very calorie-dense are very easy, and they're far more available than they ever were. Um, but prepping and cooking meals that are very healthy and nutrient dense is way easier than ever before. I mean, we have crock pots, we have instant pots, we have massive freaking pans and ovens and we can, I mean, we can create a week's worth of food within two hours that uh, that's never been able. That's, I mean, think about the course of human history. No one's ever been able there. Yeah, no one's ever been able to do that. Um, until recently. Uh, we can, I mean, think about it. You can make three meals a day for seven days in a week within a couple hours if you if you're utilizing that crock pot, the instant pot, the stove, the stovetop, whatever it might be. It's not very difficult to have healthy meals readily available, as readily available as those calorie-dense, hyperpalatable foods. Okay. So nutritionally, we need to be eating more nutrient-dense foods. Uh, and they need to be whole natural foods because those foods are more more nutrient dense um, and they are less calorie dense, okay? They're better for us and they have fewer calories. That is going to help us lose weight big picture, okay? Uh, So that is what we need to adjust nutritionally. Whenever people are trying to lose weight, they're starting from scratch, I always say, hey, just try to eliminate some of the highly processed foods that you have from your diet and replace them with whole natural foods. I'm not saying you have to cut out all foods, I'm just saying, make a meal a little bit better by taking some hyper palatable, highly processed stuff out and putting some nutrient dense stuff uh, in. Over time, they feel better, their digestion is better, uh, and they're losing weight because they are eating less calories than they are burning in the day, uh, or they're eating fewer calories than they were before, at the very least. Okay, so um, that part is huge. So we need to, um, I, I hate saying the word avoid and eliminate, but we need to try to uh, exclude. <laughs> don't like that word either we need to try to exclude highly processed foods from our diet as much as possible now don't get me wrong and hear me and think that um highly processed foods uh just in by themselves inherently you know you have one twinkie and you're going to gain fat that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that a diet that um is higher in calorie dense hyper palatable foods that have been engineered um, usually that diet is going to cause someone to gain weight versus a diet that is um, full of whole natural nutrient dense, uh, foods that are low in calories. Okay. So that's what we need to do nutritionally. We need to pay attention, uh, and eat more whole natural foods and less highly processed foods. Okay. So that's what we need to adjust there. The next thing, uh, training wise, we'll shift over to that part, uh, is going to be, uh, resistance training. So <clears throat> here's why I say this because of the nature of our, of our lifestyle, our jobs, we drive cars everywhere, we're on our phones, we're on our computers, uh, Especially if you're in a job that needs a computer or whatever, that is kind of hard to combat. Um, it's very hard to just run around and still work on your computer. you you need to sit and not burn calories. So, what we can do to combat this and make weight gain less likely, if not um, not happen at all, is going to be making sure we have better automatic calorie burn. So, automatic calorie burn is going to be the amount of calories that your is that your body is burning. Um, at rest or just existing, okay? Uh, Manual calorie burn is going to be calories burned through formal exercise, Uh, walking, running, lifting, biking, things like that. Um, All of that is going to be manual calorie burn. Nowadays, it takes more energy for us to go get manual calorie burn. So one thing that could help make fat loss a whole heck of a lot easier, especially in the context of the lifestyles that we live now, um, is making sure we have more automatic Calorie burn, so we're automatically burning more calories in the day, um, and that is going to be your resting metabolic rate or your basal metabolic rate, however you want to look at it. Okay, tomato, tomato. Um, so we need to increase that. We need to increase the amount of calories that you burn at rest. One of the best ways that we can do this is through strength training, is through resistance training. Um, one reason is because uh, your 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 body builds more lean muscle tissue uh, when you strength train. Okay, when you lift weights. Uh, Lean muscle tissue is very costly. Uh, It burns a lot of calories and the more you have, the more calories that you are going to burn in the day. So it's important that we build more of this. And even a little bit makes a very big difference. Okay, so strength training and resistance training is going to be huge. Even outside of the muscle piece, um, there seem to be some uh, metabolic advantages as far as having a faster metabolism when you lift weights. Okay, so that is going to be key. I believe that if your goal, I should say this, unless your goal is to be, um, is to have better cardiovascular endurance. Uh, is to your goal is to do a marathon a triathlon something like that getting stronger uh, increasing your base foundational strength through uh, weightlifting or through resistance training should be your priority so 99% of the human population exercises to look better uh, and to feel better and to move better all right resistance training can help you do that. Um, there are also benefits as far as longevity of health and all of that stuff, but we can get into that in a different episode. Today's just about that calorie burn. So lifting is going to need to be the priority or the main central focus of your, so focus of your training routine. You need to be telling your body to get stronger to lift more weight. And as a result, you're going to be burning more calories at rest. You're going to be building a little bit more lean muscle tissue and fat loss over time will slowly become easier and easier. Okay. So you want to think about, um, my, I always have a, an example of client A and client B. Uh, and as I try to explain this, let's hope that I don't mix up who A and B is. So, <laughs> all right. So client A, this person wants to lose, um, whatever, 20 pounds. They both want to lose 20 pounds and client A decides that they're going to do it, um, Uh, by just doing cardio and they're going to take the fastest route there. And then client B decides that they're going to take things a little bit slower and they're going to lift weights um, and trust the process, enjoy the process. So client A is nine times out of 10, probably going to lose the weight a lot faster. The problem is in that process, if cardiovascular activity has been the way that they, um, the, the method that they used to lose fat, they have most likely slowed their metabolism down. Okay, so they did lose the body fat faster than client B, but they have slowed their metabolism down, which is going to increase their likelihood significantly of putting that weight back on, if not even more, because they're going to lose the weight and then they're going to say, okay, I lost the weight. I'm going to go back to eating the way I was. I'm all good, but they're eating the way they were before with an even slower metabolism because of all the cardio that they were doing. That's a recipe for disaster. You're going to gain that weight back. Client B, like I said, also wants to lose 20 pounds, but they do it slow and controlled. Um, they say, hey, I don't, I don't really care how long it takes. I just want to manage it. So what they do is they lift weights and they strength train. And let's say it takes them six months to lose that 20 pounds of body fat, maybe even a year that they wanted to. Um, but now they're burning 500 more calories at rest than they were at the very beginning. So now they lost their 20 pounds. They are tighter and they are stronger and they're eating more than they did before. Which is something that you would never think would happen. Well, if I need to lose weight, I need to start eating less. But this person, because they have a faster metabolism, is able to eat more after having lost the weight because their metabolism is faster due to the uh, prioritization of resistance training. okay. So that's why it's important to make sure to weigh out all the factors and figure out what you really want out of this. There are, uh, there's give and take with all of this. okay and I always recommend that you go the client B route. That you go the slow and controlled route because having a fast metabolism, damn, it is, it is worth it. Okay. Uh, so anyway, in the context of modern life, in the context of the lives that you live now that are more sedentary, with food that is readily available, uh, you need to be eating more nutrient-dense foods that are low, ca- lower calorie. Uh, either it used to have a face, or it came straight from the ground or a tree or something like that. That's kind of your guideline for what you're putting in your mouth. Okay, 80% that. 20% of it can be uh, junkier food, more processed food. In, a, in an ideal world, I would say 90-10. 90% whole natural, 10% junk uh, or not the most natural. And then you also need to be strength training. Telling your body to build a faster metabolism, to build strength, to make sure that you can combat your sedentary lifestyle with a faster metabolism, burning more calories at rest. Between these two things, if you implement these two things, you guys are going to be... Um, worlds ahead of the people uh, in your circle. You're going to be uh, worlds ahead when it comes to your 60s, 70s, and 80s, which are very important. Uh, as far as your health goes, you're going to be light years ahead of those people because you decided to just take, uh, you, you decided to take the tortoise route. Okay. You went a little bit slower, um, but you still got there. And now you're many, many races ahead of the, of the hair of the rabbit that decided to go too fast. All right. Uh, so anyway, with that being said, we have a free ebook or I have a free ebook on the website called Eat More Get Leaner. Uh, this ebook is it, it lays out all of this stuff in detail. Um, how to build a, ma- a faster metabolism through weightlifting and through uh, nutrient intake, how to slowly increase your food intake and adjust your training routine to build a faster metabolism. It is 100% for free, okay? So it's stupid if you don't download this thing. So what you have to do is all, you just go to the Pullman Fitness website. You go to pullmanfitness.com free, and then you can download it there. We also have free guides and articles, uh, and the way you spell that is P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com free, so you can get that there. And then if you enjoyed this episode, guys, spread the love, share this episode with your friends and family. Let them know, hey, this is how you get a faster metabolism. Let them know, oh, hey, by the way, this guy answers all your health, fitness, and nutrition questions. So let them know that they can come here as well as my Instagram story um, to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as they would like. Uh, Thanks for being here, guys. Like I said, spread the love, share this episode with your friends and family. I appreciate you listening.